Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hi there, I'm Danny Kelly. And I'm Andy Jacobs. And uh, welcome to the H&J podcast, an uh, unusual one today. Yes, it's uh, a live cricket match within the programme. So that we've never done that before, really, the whole game. And people uh, are saying we should never do it again as well. Right. So you'll hear a bit of the cricket, a bit of the... T- Stop laughing, it was your idea, Tom. And uh, it's basically, uh, you'll hear the task, you'll hear the sort of like the game, a bit of a... Well, I won't spoil it for you. And our guests... There's some actors, um, singers, comedians, also some inter- top international cricketers, Geraint Jones, who won the Ashes with England, the f- former captain of uh, Zimbabwe was here as well, Monty Panasar came and talked to us. I- I've actually had a brilliant time, and I hope the podcast will reflect that in the next few minutes and win an award. Welcome to a very special edition of Hawksby and Jacobs. I only wish it's so special. I wish Paul Hawksby was actually here to do it. No, I know you'd have yeah, enjoyed he's missing it. Missing out, absolutely. Is I'm Danny Kelly sitting in for the great man, and alongside me we've elbowed Mickey Quinn. This was far too important. Uh, Andy is uh, having a week, a week's holiday, but he's come out of retirement, if you like. Andy Jacobs is with me as well, and we're not in the studio. Beautiful though they are there at London Bridge. We've moved down to leafy southwest London, and we're in a beautiful Green King pub uh, called the Cricketers which allows us through the, be- the doors that are wide open there. And if Mark, if, if ex-QPR legend Mark Burcham wasn't in the way, I could tell you uh, what a beautiful vista unfolds itself before me. Um, imagine you're in, you are still very much in London, make no mistake about that, but a huge village green with a full cricket pitch on it is what we're looking I've, out on. I've played here before. Oh. I played a charity you, game here. You're, and You're a course from distance winner, aren't the you? The late R- Dickie Attenborough used to live over there, right uh, to our pu- left. He's pulled Attenborough straight out of the air. <laughs> no, Dickie Attenborough. Uh-huh. And he came along to the game. And at the time, I was, uh, I was doing boxing lessons with a, of course you were. a squatty <laughs> mate of mine. Who was, uh, he was quite aggressive, this fellow. And for some reason, I don't know why, he said to me, he was standing there looking at Richard Attenborough. I'm going to have Attenborough. He says, shall I go and knock him out? I went, yeah. no, you he's should. about 95. What are you talking about? I know. But, but he uh, wanted to just, he had this overwhelming urge to hit the great... Lord himself. I don't know why. I but if you'd, if you'd have filmed that on your phone, you'd have got uh, two and a half billion <laughs> views, wouldn't you? Of course Probably you would. would. Now, Danny, I was but, thinking today... But tell, tell me why we're here, Andy. Oh, all right. Yeah. The, the cricket match. We're here to play to celebrate the start of the 
uh, World Cup, the Cricket mm. World Cup, uh, playing at the Oval. Uh, we thought we'd put on our own little game here. We've got uh, a star-studded team. We've got Fabian Cowdery, Ian Danter, Mark Bircham, Garenk Jones, Clive Allen, Charlie Baker, Tatenda Taibi, who hasn't turned up yet, but I'm sure he will. I'm going to play a little bit. John yeah. Cadigan, our producer, is going to play a bit. Monty, Monty Panasar, if you don't mind. Maka, Andrew McKenna, who's a fine wicketkeeper, and the great Michael Simpkins, a fine actor and a brilliant author of cricket books. And we're going to be, we, I'm now already part of the TalkSport team here, we are going to be playing against the cricketers' own team. I have to tell you, where our lot are pitched up here in dribs and drabs, wearing um, bits and pieces of cricket gear, some of it that looks like Queen Victoria might have bequeathed it to them. Um, the other team are out there fully kitted out, all in matching uniforms and uh, matching green hats, and they're warming up, Andy. I know you're not warming up. No, I'm not warming up because uh, I'm only going to bowl one over, but Fabian Cowdery told me that uh, he said, look, they've been doing the same warm-up for half an hour. Yeah. So they, it's not in the modern style. It's just that one where you just slip catching. Yeah, practice, no, but yeah nobody, nobody's playing football as well and all that sort of thing. Um, and in a, in a radio first, um, you're going to not only bowl an over, you're going to be mic'd up and you're going to be talking to me and, uh, and relaying to the listening millions um, how you're going to get, well, probably four yeah. of these batsmen oh, yeah. out. I'm not, I'm not going to say you're not going to take a wick of every ball, but <laughs> no. um, three or four of them surely will well, fall. You know, I haven't bowled since last August, so I'm not expecting too much, but I'll, I'll give it I was going to say, go. why aren't you keeping wicket? But uh, the problem with this team, with Geraint Jones and, of course, to tender Taibu, is that we have uh, two of the great wicket keepers of recent memory. And not to mention Macko, who was our club oh. wicket keeper for many years. He's a fantastic keeper. And John Cadigan also can keep wicket, oh. but broke his finger last couple of years so ago. So we're a bit he? like the actual England team. We're, over, <laughs> we're overloaded with wicket keeping all rounders, yes? Yes, we are. Andy is, uh, I don't think he's captaining the team, but he is going to go out and do the toss. Is that right, Andy? I am. Oh, that's, that's it. I'm that's well that's done. That's he's all mic'd us. Why you wander out there while oh, yeah. you describe the scene and get ready to do the toss? I'll yeah? try not to get run over. There's a road there between is. the pub and the cricket. Pitch. Past the Dickie Attenborough Memorial take him out <laughs> section. <laughs> and uh, John, why have you got change, mate? You're supposed to get your cricket gear on. I don't know. Can you see, Danny? I certainly can, yeah. Oh, good, yeah. yeah. Okay. I can see you making your way under the, 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 the newly, Hello, Skipper. newly I, uh, verdant Tom. trees. I'm Andy. What's your name? Tom. Tom. Anyway, I've met Tom, the local skipper. I see your main, your leading player is MC Grace. I bet he's, he's not WG's great, great, great. No, Nephew we shipped him back to Australia. Oh, so right. Thank goodness gone. for that. Because <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going to turn up and say, the people have come along to see me, mate. I don't want... I'm definitely <laughs> not out. Who's umpiring, John? We don't have any umpires. We don't have any umpires? It's going to be the... Uh, oh, we're going to do the league system, the we'll, lower league system. We'll sort something out. Yeah, we'll umpire. God, I'm terrible. I, am. I can't see anymore. So the umpire... <laughs> uh, just to, uh, I don't want to interrupt this lovely oh, yeah. conversation, but just to say to people, about 25 minutes ago, the clouds had gathered, and it looked like we might have had rain, and then the, the disaster would have occurred. You wouldn't hear this great piece of broadcasting. But um, as Andy, I can see Andy and the arrival skipper wandering out towards the pitch. So quite a distance from me now. This is a very, very large part and the pitch is right in the middle of it um, but the sun is now beginning to really uh, take effect beat down on what is a gorgeous scene here in South West London let's get back to the toss Macca Thank you very much, gentlemen. Yes, welcome along out to the middle here in uh, Richmond. Uh, I've got to say, the last time I did this uh, was in St Kitts. It was considerably Woo! warmer and the pitch was slightly flatter than what we've got this afternoon. Um, to, if, to a quick pitch report, uh, mottled and uh, undulating, I believe yeah, is the phrase good, that we would Tom use. Tom tells me it's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a minefield, this pitch. It, it looks nice. Is. It's definitely a leveller. Right, okie dokie. So, unleveler un un <laughs> in this case. So, um, okay, you, you, you call. Tom, you're going to call. We'll put the coin up in the air. He's called a tail. It is a head. Mr. Jacobs is okay. the captain of the. Uh, we're going to bat. 
hopefully so, set a bit of a total. I think it's 15 overs a side, isn't it? it is, what yeah. we're doing is we're going to do our own version. The ECB are messing around with different formats at the moment. So we're going to have a go as well. So it's going to be 15 overs or one hour, whichever comes okay. first. So we're going to be getting underway in a couple of minutes' time. The big news from out in the middle is that the TalkSport team have uh, won the toss and they will be batting first, Danny. Thank you very much, Dean, and I can confirm further. I have no insight into the cricketers' 11, but uh, this is the proposed batting order for the Talk Sport 11. Fabian Cowdery, ex-Kent, of course, will open with Ian Danter. Mark Bircham, QPR legend, sat next to me, looking very, very dapper in his cricket whites that he's borrowed, will be at three. Geraint Jones, Ashes-winning uh, England player, will be four. Then Clive Allen, then comedian and singer Charlie Baker. At a tender Taubu, Taubu, until recently, the captain of Zimbabwe will come in at seven, I think he's wasted at seven, I've got to be honest. Um, Andy Jacobs is uh, fit to bowl at eight. Uh, Monty Panesar, um and then uh, Andrew McKenna. And Michael Simpkins, the cricket writer, is coming in at 11. I don't, I don't think, really, that they've got a chance, the cricketers. I think the TalkSport 11 is far too powerful. Well, astonishing scenes already. Uh, the players are all out in the middle now. Um, uh, the talk sport, of course, are going to bat first. Uh, what's our opening partnership, Andy? It's, yeah, it's Fabian, Fabian Cowdery, ex-Kent, of course, and Ian Danter. We've got several international cricketers on I think on Macca's going to come to it in the first ball. Ah, go on. Well, gentlemen, uh, welcome out to the middle. It is Fabian Cowdery who is uh, lining up first ball. He's just taking the guard of middle. I'm actually the standing umpire as well. Gentlemen, <laughs> let's play. <laughs> and uh, bowler's coming in, right arm over the wicket. It's outside Ooh, of off stumps. A bit of a away swing. A little bit of shape away. Ian Danter offers for a single, but uh, doesn't come through. So uh, I don't blame. I don't blame Fabian. <laughs> <laughs> and so the first ball safely negotiated, not without loss. And oh, for, well, yeah. that's that's reasonable news uh, for the cricketers, the the host here. <laughs> terrible news from about 30 seconds ago. Um, to tender Taibu, um, the former captain of uh, West Indies, uh, no, sorry, no, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, of course, Zimbabwe. and he was here. He has been playing. He was playing Test cricket about three as recently as three years ago. He's only about thirty years of age. Um, he's just arrived with a, what a mountain of cricket gear with him. So I think that's a very good news for the Talksport uh, eleven. This pitch is a leveler, though. Well, you know, I know Mark Bertram, QPR legend that he is, never had any pace to lose, but man, he's taking some time to get out there, Andy, out to the middle. He keeps stopping and talking to the punters and the locals. Uh, Macca, I think it's uh, it's time for you to send Dance back and uh, give us the score. Uh, well, we're just having the final ball of the over, of which uh, Fabian Cowdery swings and misses. It goes through to the wicketkeeper. That wide. is the end of the over. And Ian Danter, you have been recalled by your captain. You are out of here. <laughs> Look how proudly he's walking back here. And he's, he's, not, well, he's undefeated. He's not, he's not lifting a leg, to be fair, has he? <laughs> undefeated. He's I mean, got a great tradition what? in his family, Dance. His, his dad was a very, very good player. Played with Jack Bannister. So right. they knew each other. So, uh, and Dan has promised to unveil a little bit of a tribute to the But the, the reason, the reason he's not out on. is because the, 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 the cricketers couldn't hit the stumps as they tried, could they? Well, no, they he, didn't bowl straight. He's, been vac he's vacated the area generally, hasn't he, anyway? Oh. Well, Mark Bertram's coming Birch in now. I've got to say, boys, yeah. been, the last over was very, very good. Uh, some actually genuine pitching, middle and off, and going off uh, over the top of off stump. Fabian Cowdery uh, got a couple of absolute beauties. So it is the best of luck to Mark Bertram. The TalkSport team, by the way, are third. 38 uh, after four of the uh, overs and, and uh, I don't think it's any uh, I'm breaking any confidences in saying that Fabian Cowdery has all of them Mark Burcham is taking guard a little bit away from you Birch That'll, that, that's about near enough for Dance. you mate yeah. well played Dance Ian very, very Tavare we have a change of bowling and the first ball of the uh, fifth over will be bowled right arm over
and Ian Danter there, four members of the he stopped to yeah. sign, four members of the public were there with <laughs> autograph books, and as he approached, they all closed their books and put them in their pocket. Um, <laughs> Birch, Birch told me he's got one shot, the golf shot. Yes, <laughs> well, he's, he, he's having a go at it because he, he, he was practicing it earlier on, and he, he will go leg side, I promise you. Yes, no contact first ball. Here he comes, second ball. Oh, hello. Up in the air. Hello, is it going to be out? No, no, he's, he's clear of the field. I mean, bit of strength there. Put a lot of effort and he went about 20 yards. Anyway, Clive. We, yeah, we have got other footballers in our team. Clive Allen, who of course you often hear his voice on TalkSport, and TalkSport 2 is with us as well. Um, Clive, you look the part. You, of course, you've got forearms <laughs> like Popeye. Um, but, but you tell me you haven't played cricket for some considerable. Is that right? Many years, many, many years. 20 years, School, you're saying. Schoolboy cricket was... Yeah. Uh, was a, a bit like all good footballers, you were really annoying. You had the hand-eye coordination to be good at cricket as well, yeah? Uh, well, I played all sports, tennis, yeah. golf, cricket, very high level, American yeah. football. Yeah, American oh, of course, football. American <laughs> football. Right, yes. What a kicker. Yeah, yeah. The London Monarchs, it was amazing. But we should talk Spurs. You two should have a bit of a Spurs mm. loving because it is so <laughs> exciting for you, well, isn't well, it? We were discussing this earlier on, you know, and, and people keep asking me, taxi drivers, or, you know, people very kindly asking me, so how are you getting there? What are you getting? And I have made no effort, as you know, to get any kind of ticket because I still wake up, Clive, in the mornings. It is the first thing that crosses my mind with it's all due respect dream. to my family it's and all the rest of it. No, and I, I just don't understand it. There, 19 defeats in the season and there they are in the in the Champions League final. Are you going? I am going. I'm going no. with the club on Saturday. Really excited about the whole, obviously, event. It is a miracle. I, I was at... Uh, I've seen every Champions League game so mm -hmm. far and... I thought that I'd seen everything in the quarterfinal win at the Etihad against City. Went to Amsterdam and that surpassed it. It was quite an extraordinary finish. I just can't wait for Saturday. What's going to happen? But I mean, even in the group stages, and this is why, I mean, I'm not sure I believe in superstition like this. The, the, the thing about perhaps their name is on the cup. I mean, if you think about the group stages, the late goal, uh, the winner against Eindhoven, the, the late goal against Barcelona, the late goal against Inter, and Inter not winning at home uh, to PSV. Let's be honest, Clive. They've been very, very courageous and determined, but they've been blinking lucky as well. Oh, yeah. They? You, uh, you need luck, and certainly Spurs have had yeah. that luck. Do you think one, one point in the first three up. games in the group stage, yeah. that, I think everyone was writing them off then. They're not going to go through. It's going to be a disappointing campaign. And here Look, we are in the final. Yeah, of course. And I was making a point to Andy earlier on. Um, there is something extraordinary about this as well. I mean, I mean obviously, I, I love the, the European Cup that's become the Champions League. I study it closely. Certainly, it's the first time ever, 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 if Spurs were to get past a very, very brilliant Liverpool team, they, they, they won the Champions League without having won a, pre, a trophy in the previous decade of any kind. I mean, we are through the looking glass here, aren't we? It's, it is, absolutely. They've been it's close, true. though, and, and Poch has done a brilliant job, there's yeah, no, no question about that. Yeah, the, 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 the club have made giant strides forward, there's no doubt about that. And, and I think that's something that is emphasised by them reaching this stage of this competition. It's, it's the biggest club competition in the world, and, and they're in the final. I've said to the listeners and to Paul, it just reminds me of Chelsea in 2012, that Everything was against Tottenham. Everything, suspensions, injuries, key no players, players. Key players <laughs> missing, opposition looking better, not favourites in any of the games. Well, and then yet somehow they've prevailed. Well, that, that's why it makes it so remarkable, really. When you, when you look at all those scenarios, it, it, everything's been against them. Yes, they've rode their luck. They've had opportunities and, and last-minute victories, as we know. But um, to think that they've got there under those circumstances, it, it is... It is, it's not a dream, though. That's the thing. I mean, on paper, Liverpool should win. Yes, they're, they're, really they're, great they're a wonderful team. They've had a brilliant season. Listen, Liverpool have a remarkable season. I just wonder how, obviously, defeat 
of losing the, the, the Premier League on the last day of the season will impact on them because, in all honesty, they couldn't have had a better season. One defeat, which is absolutely extraordinary to think that they didn't win the Premier League with that sort of record. So you're, you're, you, you're hoping that it might have deflated them a little bit? I think so, yeah. I, think oh, the I love that. I think the pressure is on Liverpool. It's yes, on Klopp. It, it, Klopp's, I think Klopp's it, cut record is not, not particularly good. I first think goal, though, isn't it? It's so important. If Spurs get it, then those doubts might surface. But if Liverpool get it, confidence will flow. And, and yet we could argue that in this tournament Spurs are better coming from behind um, you know so uh, well, comebacks are the thing these uh, days all, that's why I thought last night Arsenal would make a better better fist of it oh, there's been, ah. has there been a wicket here or at the yeah. Oval uh, Mark, Mark, Mark Bersham took a long time to get out there and now he's making a very similar walk back we should just get the uh, yeah. action from Macca what happened there Macca uh, we've had a change of bowling right arm off spin Mark Bersham coming down the pitch was looking at the plane that's on its way going to Heathrow not the ball itself and has run straight past it stumped by an absolute country mile so uh, the first panel. proper wicket goes down with uh, I think uh, we're now 45 ok thanks Macca well Birch gave it a go he, he didn't get naught did he so. Um, I didn't see him get any runs, but uh, he's probably raising his hat and his bat to the members he, of the he's public. He's coming back quicker than he went out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I should, he I'm looks not, relieved. When I mention um, all that applause you can hear, this is the people and the crew from Talk Sport. The members of the public that are watching, they look more bemused than entertained so far, I think it's fair to say. Welcome back to the Cricketers Pub here in mm. Richmond for uh, our TalkSport versus the Local Eleven, And uh, some breaking news for you, Danny. The great actor John Hanna I just ha- was having a drink in the pub. I just saw him wandering. I yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, from sliding doors, etc. And our producer just said, oh, that's John Hanna. Has he left? Oh, great. Yeah. Well done, John. We could have got him on. Yeah, thanks very much, John. <laughs> Never uh, mind. Yeah. Anyway, fresh from 52 not out retired hurt. Thank you. Giving <laughs> well, us a marvellous well, start. Well, actually, we've got, we've got oh, a yeah. combination here. And between them, they made 55. Mark Bircham, ex-QPR legend, and, of course, um, former Kent cricketer Fabian Cowdery. But I think in the partnership of 55, it's fair to say, Fabian, you got the, the, the thick end of it, yeah? 52? Oh, I was stealing the strike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you, well was, you, you weren't stealing the strike when, when Dance was batting because he couldn't get down the other end, could he? <laughs> yeah, they retired him not, not out of there. We had to get rid of him. Yeah, we had to go. He had to go. He's clogging I up an Clive end. Clive Allen's out now. We should go back to Macca. What happened there, Macca? Uh, what happened there is uh, Clive Allen, I'm afraid, has been bowled leg stump. So uh, the uh, second wicket has gone down. He uh, A couple of balls earlier, tried to put one over the uh, mid-wicket fielder, only just cleared him, tried to repeat the dose, and unfortunately was uh, bowled. I have to say, Clive, using a wonderful bat. I mean... Uh, it, it, you're, vintage... you're using using in the widest possible sense there. <laughs> yeah. I've got to be honest, vintage doesn't using, do it justice. I, I mean, it's a Duncan Fernley bat, but I think it might be actually Duncan's dad's. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Fernley Senior. So very back very, thanks. very bad day for ex-QPR players now they've uh, they're both come and gone in quick succession Mark uh, did you enjoy that Mark yeah no it's good I'm more of your urban cricketer yeah. I've got to be honest they, urban uh, what does that mean that means I was in my Nike Harachis and I had a signed Darren Goff bat to play with it was brilliant well possibly because the uh, the weather has changed again it's come overcast maybe it's helping um, the cricketers uh, bowling attack but uh, Maka is all happening it is all happening. I'm afraid to say that um, Charlie Brooker is out for Baker. a single. Um, if I actually, we'll walk, we'll walk <laughs> off with him. Um, Shall I talk you through it? Change of bowling. It was the opening bowler yeah. back on. Bangs it in short. Yeah. You swing Went like a rusty gate. It was beautiful though, wasn't it? Yeah, it, was you, a, it was a beautiful, uh, <laughs> right, right shape and everything. Hit my own wicket. Yes, you missed the ball and in your follow through you've <laughs> yeah. taken out your own stump so you're out. But I did get one and that's what I came here to get. 
<laughs> well, in that case, you can go off successfully. So at the end of at the end of the ninth over, it was 73 for five. So that is now uh, six down for the Talksport team. Oh, uh, who's going in next, Andy? Uh, our producer John Cadigan. And why can't we send also in the indignity for Charlie? You call him Charlie Brooker. I know, I know. Charlie Baker. I, I thought it was good because that maybe had even <laughs> more famous guests. We let John Hanna go. We got we got up our game there. Um, why why isn't t- t- why haven't you sent a tender in? That's a very good point, actually. Thank goodness for that. He hasn't got his pads on. He doesn't need but, pads. Uh, anyway, now our old producer, our executive producer, Tom Hughes, has taken over as John oh, Mr. Slips, Big, yeah. slips out to the middle. He's actually not a bad cricketer, John Cadigan. I'm looking forward to seeing him play. He'd probably okay. get, he'd be so angry if he gets well, out. Well, we're going to have a quick break now, but I suspect he'll be back by the time that's over. You're listening uh, to <laughs> Kelly and Jacobs here on TalkSport. <laughs> Nobody likes a Noel, but he's back. <laughs> Macca, what happened there? What happened was John Cadigan faced three deliveries, and at the fourth one took a huge swing and hit it about six feet straight up in the air. Easy catch, caught at cover. John. Turns out I'm a bit rusty. <laughs> I saw, I, saw I, mean, I, I had a perfect view of it here, John. And to be fair, um, there's not a lot of you, but you put every ounce of it in, into, into the shot. And I thought, that's going for six, or someone's going to catch that, well, you know, on two fingers. With all due respect to my great colleague Ian Danter, I wasn't going to do a Danter. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. going to die trying. Yeah. I thought, die wondering. Die yeah. wondering, that's the phrase. <laughs> you can die trying. I could die trying. trying. <laughs> um, I just thought I'd go for it. and uh, yeah. You looked the part. I thought you yeah. were tremendous walking out to the weekend. And when you came back... I noticed your pads were rather of an old-fashioned vintage. I thought you looked a bit sort of like Wally Hammond or something. <laughs> yeah. Wally, certainly. Yes. Yeah. Where's Wally Hammond? What a great I game got, that I would be. You start drawing that <laughs> I was for with, old cricket fans. <laughs> I was batting with Grant Jones. I got completely flustered. Now, Ian yeah. has joined us here as well. And did you hear the, 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 the frankly sledging that you got there yeah. when he says that the way he played, he puts it down to trying not to play like you. We've lost another wicket We here. have lost another wicket. We're in terrible trouble. You see, I can go back in as things, you know, because I retired. Oh, that hurt. is very true. You can go back in. Now you see. Now you want me back <laughs> played, don't you? No, Honestly. we don't. Um, we, should, we should say that uh, out there in the middle for us now uh, for Talk Sport is uh, to tender Taibu. Of course, X was in Barbie and captured a really brilliant cricketer oh, and, and a really, really, really brilliant Thank cricketer. Who was still playing? He was still playing not so very long. I've got no, I've got no fear for him. <laughs> He'll be there as long as he wants. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The innings of the star-studded and multi-talented TalkSport 11 has come to an end. Let's get back to our match commentator, Andrew McKenna. 15 overs have gone for the uh, TalkSport innings and we've posted 102. The man who faced the final ball of the innings is walking in alongside me, Monty Panesar. One glorious uh, straight drive for four, Monty. How, how did it feel off the bat? Yeah, it was nice. Uh, nice to get hit a straight drive. But apart from that, the, the bowlers did really well. Um, I, 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 I just... Found it so difficult to uh, even line the ball up. So um, for me, I, I wasn't. Um, I, I hang in there to get. I'll get us to 100, uh, but I soaked up a lot of balls. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, on a bowling point of view, though, uh, I imagine you quite fancy bowling on there. Yeah, because it's uh, turning and uh, off a length, it's shooting up. So oh, yeah, good. I, I'm looking forward to having the ball. <laughs> uh, now Monty has actually got something very important to do. Uh, his uh, car meter is about to run out, so he needs to dash off and do that so he doesn't get a ticket. So Monty will be back in the pavilion shortly, boys. Thank you very, very much indeed. I suppose, Andy, yeah. just just like England at the Oval have just crept over the 300, which will be par, mm. I guess. It won't be. 350 will be par in this tournament. Um, but out there, you've seen the pitch. You, you, you're the captain of the team. It's 103 enough? I think it's a good score. I mean, it's 6.8 and over. It'll take uh, quite a bit of getting. I don't know what our bowling attacks are. Like. I'm going to actually bowl the first over. So there'll, so be, th there'll be 30. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 36 for no wicket. Listen, uh, to tender, um, you live here in England, as you say. You're lucky then because you're here for the most important cricketing summer that I can ever remember with both the World Cup starting this afternoon and the Ashes coming up. It's a brilliant summer of cricket here in England. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to the World Cup, um, you know, in the, uh, in the Ashes. And I uh, just heard news, I think the day before yesterday, that there's um, a netball World Cup as yes, well. Yes, there is. Yeah. Is, uh, They've got a good team, yeah? Yes, Zimbabwe is, um, is participating in that as well. So well, It's a shame, a then, they're, but they're not in the World Cup, are they, this year? Zimbabwe. Oh, well, that's, that's the cricket. Um, it's a bit harsh, that, the yeah. way they did that. I think well, if you want to spread the game, it's It's, it's, it's tricky one, yeah. Cork, you know, I'm disappointed that Ireland haven't got in as well. Hmm. But if you think about the way the tournament had come, it, la it was lasting so know, it, long. It was it, a bit overblown. There's a balance. Yeah. A bit, oh, I don't know what they do about it, because I'd like to see Zimbabwe play as well. Mm. But it was the one in the West Indies went on for nearly two and a half years, didn't it? I mean, you can't have that. No, no, absolutely true. I'm just thinking, when, how long? How long between innings are we? How long are we get? Five minutes. Okay, so I need I need to allow myself to warm up. I should make the point here that the uh, oh the, yeah the, the lads who represent the cricketers have had a but they've done one thing about batting um, second is very bad is that they, you know, it's a Green King pub so they provided lovely lovely food mm. but our boys have eaten all the food. <laughs> yeah, of course well, we have. Missus also had a little go. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, but uh, there's nothing left for the boys from the cricketers, <laughs> which is probably just as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they've well, got a bat and all the rest. I of think the it's food. fair enough, really. Well, we're halfway through this very special edition of Hawksby and Jacobs. I'm Danny Kelly sitting in for Paul Hawksby. Andy Jacobs is not only is he here, 
um, and uh, doing the show today. He's elbowed Mickey Quinn off of it. But in the, in the middle distance, I can see um, his cartoon-like form dressed in a cricket kit and winding up one of the most lethal right arms in amateur cricket anywhere in England. Too short-sighted these days uh, to, but to bat. He is going to open the bowling for um, the TalkSport 11. For those of you just joining us, it contains um, fantastic international cricketers, the likes of Grant Jones and, and Monty Panasar. Uh, Tatenda Taibu is also out there, but somehow Andy's going to open the bowling. I would make the point as well, we have got two uh, really, really top-class international wicketkeepers in our team, Geraint Jones and again uh, Tatenda Taibu, um, and yet Maka um, is going to keep... Oh, you're not, you're not, you're not now. He's not going to microphone, or he is going to, he's going to keep wicket. So, uh, Andy, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can yes. you hear me? Yes, I can. Ah, Loud that's clear. better. So this is, this is a new first for radio. Yes, okay. it is. You're not, we've, often, we've seen on television they talk to the fielders, but you're going to talk us through your actual bowling over, yes? I am, and, uh, and you're going to hear how naked I get as well. No, what's, what, well, that's all right. A bit of puffing and panting, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. um, tell us, what, um, in theory, what kind of uh, a, a, bowling, a bowler are you these days? I'm right arm, extremely slow seam up. I'll, uh, first ball, I'll be, I'll be going cross seam for a little bit of... Uh, just, just basically to make sure that I don't I get it on the pitch. And do you know who's opening the bowling with you, Andy? No, who's opening the bowling? He's in the ball. Does anybody know who's opening the bowling? Clive Allen seems to don the gloves and the wicketkeepers in, which is interesting since we've got professionals. Maka, where's Maka? Maka is on making his way out to the middle now. Have we got everybody. a ball? Uh, we need a ball. Oh, dear. This, we, this which was going we... so well till Andy went out there. No, no, Danny, I'm uh, now going to mark out my run. Yes. Uh, which is probably not the most exciting bit of radio anyone's ever done. No, no, do, count out the steps, Andy. That'll really uh, perk it up somewhat. Okay. One, One, two, three, four, five. And there we go. Yeah. The little hitch. Yeah. Little, yes, and I'll make a little mark there. For those, again, just joining us, uh, as well as all those cricketers I told you about, Clive Allen, of course, the former Spurs, well, 49 goals in the season, that kind of legend is here. So is uh, Mark Bertram, the ex-Queen's Park Rangers uh, uh, player. They, they owe us, the two, two old Queen's Park Rangers players, they kind of owe us. They were very bad at the batting, didn't do very well at all. Uh, comedian and singer uh, Charlie Baker did get one, but he was very stylish as well. And I think I do think it's fair to say the people from the cricketers, the, the Green King pub from which we're broadcasting, I do think, I do think that they that they were bemused by the efforts of the Talksport Eleven. But now we're down to the actual business, and I'm going to hand over to you to commentate on your own over. Okay, so I'm standing uh, at the top of my mark. I'm going to bowl a little across seamer. See how we go. I'm coming in. Oh, oh. not too bad. I think I'll let that go. I could have fielded it, but it's gone for four. <laughs> Not too bad then. <laughs> Not too bad. It wasn't a bad ball. I should have really fielded it. I thought, I thought I had somebody behind me. How come I haven't got a mid off? That's ridiculous. Well, you're setting the field. Dance. You wait there. That's it. Just to remind people, um, we're actually in the to lovely tend, pub. You come and, uh, come and field it mid-off, that's it. Okay. The whole front of which is opens okay. out to allow a view of the cricket. We've got a lovely view of Andy not organising the field. Here he comes. Oh, that's another four. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. What happened there, Andy? He mishit that one. It was rather a poor shot. Actually. They would have been six otherwise, yeah. No, no. It was a pretty, pretty terrible shot. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty angry with him about that. Okay. Here he comes again. Oh. Yeah, that's gone quite a long way. That's six, yeah. That's six. Yeah. 
I predicted 30 off the over. Look, I'm ahead of schedule now. I know, it's a little bit rusty. Rusty? It's a bit rusty. <laughs> I haven't played since last August. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't know, I love this bloke. Yeah. He's actually quite jammy. Yeah, I don't think he's any good. Come on no, now. He isn't. That one went a long way. Yeah. Oh, dear. That's practically gone out the ground. Now a taxi driver's gone to fetch it, yeah. <laughs> That's nearly gone through Dickie Attenborough's window. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I belt sake. him? Shall I knock him out? <laughs> uh, for those of you not listening earlier on, there was yeah. discussion of knocking out oh, an I old man. Right, okay. you've got the ball back in your hand. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, blimey. What, what's happened there? Let's hit that one for six as well. Uh. <laughs> So four, four, six, six, 24 yeah, yeah. off the first four balls of the over. That's a bit annoying. Mystic Danny, yeah. 30, I said. Yeah, he's, a, he's a bit greedy, this fella, isn't he? Well, I am serving up some quite... It's a bit of buffeteria. Yeah, but this is set... All, in seriously, though, this has set the team back badly, Andy. I know, never mind. It's a great, never mind. No, my fault. <laughs> my, my view is slightly being obscured now by a DHL van which has arrived. I wish my view was yeah, obscured. They're not, they're not paying us any sponsorship money. They just turned up and get the name mentioned. Oh, for goodness sake. Oh, what's happened there? It's another six. OK. <laughs> Three sixes, 18, plus eight, uh, 20. That was quite a good ball. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a lot wrong with that ball. 30. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, that was, that was a good length on middle stump, and he's just hit it for six. Yeah. Which is a bit different. I think I'm going to have to aim one right at his head. Your teammates are there. looking very dispirited around the field, Andy. That's right. The beamer's come up now. Yeah. Yeah, straight at the head. We could have opened this with Monty Panasar, well, we couldn't we? Done. Here we go. I must say, I normally do better than this. This is quite a poor effort. Well, let's, let's end it now with a okay, belt, Andy. There. Here he comes. Oh. Oh, for goodness sake. Clive's just let it through for a bye. <laughs> has it, has it, how many byes? Just the one. Absolutely pathetic effort at a reverse sweep. Yeah, it was. But a bit Mickey taking, That's Andy, over. a reverse sweep in the first over. Yeah. Oh, dear. I mean, I'm glad Paul Hawksley wasn't here to see yeah. this. To be fair, it wasn't the worst over I've ever bowled. Play was a bit jammy, I thought. <laughs> what, 31 runs? No, I think it basically... We have to get his lottery numbers for tonight with that sort of luck. Well, shouldn't you bring on your best bowler now to try and make up for that? Or well, is, no, I'm is coming back to do the show. Yeah, but, no, but, yeah, but who is your best bowler? Who's going to bowl the next over? I should have practiced, really. Actually, but, yeah. it wasn't even a bad over, really, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because we were quite annoying. Oh, well, you see, we, you had the advantage of being close up. We're a long way away. It looked terrible from here. Well, it wasn't. It was quite a decent <laughs> over. The, especially the one he hit for six that was right on middle stump. That's right, yes. Oh, OK, yes. well, we'll discuss that in a second. I think Andrew McKenna's out there both commentating and keeping wicket. What did you make of that over, Andrew? No. No, he's not. He's not. I can't hear him. No, he's, not. he's refusing to comment. OK, well, he's probably, probably frightened, oh, wasn't he, as that well? That was pretty poor. <laughs> well, listen, Andy's making the long walk, shall we say, back yeah. to the pavilion here. Well, pavilion, I'm not talking about it. It's the, it's the Green King Pub. Uh, yes, yeah, Green King Boozer. Well, yeah, that's, that's the best kind of pavilion, I think. I think I'm um, going to have to have a drink after that. It's OK, Andy. The, the first ball the next over has gone for a dot ball. Um, yes. Here he comes. He's wandering. Oh, a small round of applause, I think, for, the, for our captain and bowler. Oh, that was pretty terrible, really. Is, I'm so competitive. Yes. That really oh. annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. And of course, there are unkind commentators, and if John Norman was in there, he'd call that embarrassing. Well, it would have been embarrassing. But Get your headphones on. There we go. 
So, uh, yeah, so now I'm angry and I actually think if I had another over at him, I'd get him out. Yes, because now he's a, a bit, he's a quite a big unit, the fellows. And he was really he, that last one that he yeah. missed completely. Oh, that was Clive's fault. Lucky. That wasn't your fault. That was Clive's no, fault. That was Clive's fault. Yeah, it was utterly Clive's fault. In yeah. fact, none of them were my fault actually. No, I didn't think so. In the end, um, I was start, initially I thought I thought he was good, but you were right. Every one of those five boundaries hit off your first five balls were pretty jammy in the end. They were, and also it's a very very short boundary. Hello, mate. You so you know, forward defensive goes for four really. Yeah, and of course the ball might be getting scuffed up on the side path that it crosses as well. <laughs> I just thought, uh, considering I haven't bowled for a year, that wasn't the worst over I've ever bowled. Probably a bit too half volleyish, really, a bit too full. It was straight, but a bit over full. Yeah, th th that's, the, that's the danger when you haven't bowled for a while. You're, you're so in intent on getting it, you're perhaps putting it there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's right. You're, you want it to yeah. be straight, you yeah. want it to be in the right place. And uh, yeah, it was a bit annoying actually, but there you go, what can you do? Okay, well, let's get back out there. As I say, um, I think keeping wicket ahead of two international players um, is Andrew McKenna. Uh, can you hear me, Andrew? I can indeed, Danny. I'm actually doing second slip because okay. Alan has decided to okay, well, Yes, I, I, thought, I thought it was a rather stronger-looking man there. And what did you make of Andy's <laughs> over? I've kept two better from him, if oh. I'm honest. Um, yes. He didn't quite land it in the areas that he was looking for. It's We've true. therefore decided to go um, first-class cricket as an international. Fabian Cowdery took the second over and was nice and tight. And we've now brought Monty Panasar on for the uh, third over. So um, I think it'll be interesting to see what Monty can get out of this because I think he's going to get it to turn and bounce quite alarmingly. And mm. equally, I know, because um, I've read cricket and manuals about how you do cricket commentary, you have to keep an eye on the conditions at all times, and a wind has suddenly got up. That will help Monty as well. It, it will, actually. There's uh, some natural drift away from the right-handed batsman, and he comes swinging a miss through to Clive, and there is nothing Good take doing by there. Clive, yeah, there. It's all changed now. Oh, yeah, now, 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 Clive's got his, now he's got his gloves on. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and the batsmen are not, are not belting the ball at all parts of the park. Listen, uh, thank you. Well done, Andy. Instead. I'm never well bowling done. on radio again. That's 37 and 31. No, no, but it's no, absolutely no, no, chronic. No, you're doing this in public, so you, to me, you're like a heavyweight boxer. Any boxer, they get into the ring, they, they're beyond criticism. Your courage is beyond criticism. Um, you're listening to Kelly and some other bloke. I can't even mention his name. That's so bad. Shame. Here, here oh, the shame, 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 shame. Here on Talksport. Um, very good. The cricketers have got off to a flying start. Uh, in this game against the Talksport 11, we'll bring you further, and I know you're waiting with bated breath, further updates from the game very, very soon here on the Mighty Talksport. Here at the Cricketers in Richmond, lovely green uh, King pub, looking out onto, as I say, both what serves as a, as a community village green, but also now uh, the cricket stadium. Um, the uh, early uh, damage to the Talksport chances uh, <laughs> were inflicted by Andy getting done for 31 <laughs> runs in the first over. Uh, unlike, we, un we now understand because you've told us in great detail that you were very good and he was very lucky, very so that's lucky. okay. But some of that damage has been dragged back by, uh, well, he's one of my cricketing heroes actually. Um, because if you want to see spin bowling done properly, you wouldn't have gone much further than Monty Panasar in his pomp. And how, how, welcome aboard, Monty. Yeah. And thank uh, you for joining us. Afternoon, afternoon to everyone. Yeah. How did you enjoy one over there? Yeah, that was a bit of a struggle for me. I, I hit one one straight drive, and then uh, I soaked up a lot of balls just to get uh, I think eight or nine. So um, could be the difference in the end, though. Yeah, I got my team. <laughs> yeah, we were we, we were seventy eight for eight. 
And we had four, five overs to go, and I got got them to a hundred. So yeah, uh, too. yeah, not too bad. Yeah. So I mean, you've got a book out, Monty. We yeah. Talk about that, and uh, it's the full Monty, all by Andrew Flintoff. And uh, how was that to write that? I imagine quite an interesting experience. Yeah, that was a really nice experience with uh, Fred Atkins, who's a, a writer himself, and he does work with lashings. And uh, last year I was just uh, you know playing a few lashing games, and Fred came up to me and he said, uh, "Are we really keen to?" You know, write 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 a book, and um, you know, it's it's he, he was very passionate, um, and, he, and he really wanted to do a good job of it. So I think he's you know written that book really well, and it was just nice to talk about like my first memory of international cricket, which was a, a huge explosion, taking mm. you know Sachin Tendulkar as my first Test wicket, and then you know, gradually just going through my whole career, the good times and obviously slightly more difficult times, but it was nice just to go through it all. And, and, and finally we got there, you know, the full Monty is out. And it, it, that's right, it has some very funny chapter headings as well. Uh, so there's a humour in the book, but of course it, it's an interesting sports book because it, it, often they just go, and then I went to school, then I was good at sport, then I won everything and then I retired. But you're, it's much more complicated. There are ups, there are up and down, both cricketing and personal throughout the book, aren't there? Yeah, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's you know, the, the good, good times of the, story, or, or, of the book, then there's a slightly more challenging times. And what I want is that the readers and, and um, you know, the cricket fans and people globally who, who, who um, like the full Monty uh, get inspiration from the book, you know, how they can relate it to their life. If they want um, to reach a certain goal, they know maybe how to go about it in the book. And also... Um, Slightly more challenging times, how to come through that. Um, so more of an inspiration, you know. It's been a wicket uh, out there, so we should, we should catch up. We're back to you in a second, Monty. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, but great celebrations in the middle. Maka, are you there? Yes, indeed. We have just taken a wicket, and Ian Danter with a magical snaffle catch in the gully off the bowling of uh, Charlie Baker. Da gentlemen, Charlie, come in. First of all, talk me through the ball. Well, it went 4-4, four, four, lulled him into the two fours, and then bang, <laughs> turned... Caught the edge, danced, a bit of mad dance magic. Oh, it was like Strauss in the Ashes 95, that was. Or Paul, or just, Paul Collingwood at Bristol. Oh, absolutely. Or Derek Randall, anywhere you like. It was just, it, it just <laughs> stuck. These big the other day. Look at these lily white hands. Never done a stroke of work in the <laughs> but they still took the catch. You'll never play a paradiddle again, catching like that. <laughs> Brilliant. Listen, thank you very much. Unfortunately, it wasn't your nemesis. He's still out there. I know. Well, the big fella. He's actually quite good He's still player. out there. Monty, look, we're having a light-hearted day here, but the parts of the book are, as you say, about the various challenges you've, uh, you've faced. And one of the things, I mean... You played with Marcus Descothic, and I think his book has had such an amazing effect. It's forced men, and particularly men who work in locker rooms and changing rooms, to deal with their own mental issues, if that's what they have, whatever challenges they've had. And you've, you've had to face up to that as well. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, it's, it's nice to talk about these things. And, and I think Marcus Descothic has really... Um, he blew the doors off the thing, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he kind of like gave the confidence to like a lot of people, you know, like probably myself, you know, Michael Yardy. Um, there's been others as well, Flintoff, Harmison, you know, Hoggard mm. as well. So there's been a lot of people, but it was Marcus Descothic who really like opened that door and was brave enough to talk about it because even in our South Asian communities, you know, it's a huge problem after the age of 18, you know, males have the, it's the highest rate you know, of males having, you know, some mental difficulties, mental health problems, and they find it very difficult to talk. They, they find it, it's a bit of a, uh, a shame on the family. Macho that, thing as yeah, well, isn't like, it? Yeah. We're supposed to be healthy all the time. We, we bring in the, you know, we're the macho winners. We bring in 
with, we, we do everything for the family. We're not su- we're supposed to be the well. strong one. It's this yeah. image. It's this idea of male strength, isn't it? Yeah. It's somehow undermined. But you know, if you uh, this is a cliche, and we will get to the wicket in a second. If you had a broken arm, you would go to the hospital and get a cast. So if you've got a, a problem with your mind, why wouldn't you want to get it fixed? Uh, we'll come back and talk about this. It's a serious subject. Well, there's been another another wicket out there. Charlie we're, Baker we're, again. Yeah, Charlie's the man now. What happened there? Uh, uh, sorry, it's Macca, isn't it? The Torquay Torpedo has struck <laughs> again. Knocked over the castle. Talk me through it. Uh, I went for the straight one there. Went for the straight, which is rare for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I went for it. I've got to go and there's fresh meat. I've got to go and bowl. So the uh, new batsman is in, and uh, there's fresh no way meat. we're letting Charlie uh, not bowl at the moment. He's absolutely on fire. It's coming right arm around the wicket, even to the uh, right-handers. But he is—he's virtually unplayable at the moment. That's ex- exceptional bowling from Charlie there. So yeah. uh, I don't think I went for 31 on that first. No, um, because there were three sixes, two fours, and a single. What do you make that? That's 18, 22, 26, 27. Massive improvement. Massive you know, to improvement. To be fair, I, um, that, that, that in total was worked out incidentally by one of the middle management here at TalkSport <laughs> behind you there. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Making it worse than it was. Monty, I remember we played last played together about three or four days after Grenfell, the terrible fire there. Lashings organised a match. You, know, I, I, you probably have played in games. I've never played in a game like that. It was really emotional. We did a minute silence before it was raining. We all got soaked. But, it, you know, you just, you could see Grenfell Tower from where we were playing. It was a really emotional day. Yeah, it was an emotional day. It was horrific when we went there to see the towers and how... Uh, visibly when you see something and, and you saw it burning down and, and this is how it how it looked like you know then it really hits you and, mm. and I think that's uh, that's the you know the, the, the sort of I guess the power of when you see something visibly how it is and and it's the same thing when we talked about Martha Tescothic mm. openly talking about this mm. I think a lot more you know males are coming out they're talking about their problems and it's more prevalent I think in, in males and possibly females that this is a huge concern. I think women have always been good at talking. Really good at talking yeah, it out about together, don't yeah, they? You know? Whereas I think men are basically, yeah. like Danny says, the strong one. Keep it strong and silent. Yeah, we've got, well, to, be, we've got to be like the macho, you know. Absolutely. Macho man, Randy Savage, you know, the wrestler. Got but to be it, macho but, but about now it. Now that people are talking about it, because you'd actually say, so if we talk about it, there's a possibility that you can be a well person, a well man for 20 years, or you can keep mm. it inside and appear to be strong for those 20 years while suffering, you'd always choose the former, wouldn't you? You'd always choose the former. Assuming, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, no question about it's, it. Yeah, exactly. You know, talking is great. You know, talking is the way forward. And, and, and I would encourage a lot more people just talk about it. Another wicket has fallen. A lovely catch there in the deep. And, of course, that's the other thing. I had to bowl against their best player, whereas if I bowled now, yeah. it would be a lot different. I, I, Andy, I'm, I'm beginning to see <laughs> yeah. that my initial reaction to your over was, was, was both ignorant and inaccurate. <laughs> I'd say it was. <laughs> anyway, Michael, what's up now? Uh, the wicket has gone to Ian Danter. Uh, caught on the uh, mid-wicket region by Fabian Cowdery. Clipped up in the air, oh. and it was a very, very safe catch. And uh, very well taken. So another wicket. End of the over for uh, Mr. Danter. Now the comedy is going to start because Mr. Mark Burcham is going to be bowling. Oh, no. And um, let's just say he's got the windmill going to go to the shoulder. What's yeah. your uh, approach going to be, Birch? Yeah, uh, Charlie Sheen, Major League style. It could go like it could go anywhere. Did you uh, see the footage this week on social media of the woman throwing out the ceremonial first pitch at the White Sox, who actually managed to hit the cameraman instead of anywhere near the catcher? Yeah. I, I'm thinking something like that. But with power. Well, 
Stick around, folks. This could be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I noticed a, a, a woman there walking her dog who would be directly in the line of, uh, if Mark misdelivered the balls, moving the log, dog very, very quickly yeah. away from the line. Listen, we'll get over to the cricket and the, the real cricket that's happening at the Oval in just a second. Just to remind you, Monty, been fun to watch you play, uh, even in this circumstance. I hope you do get back in and play some proper cricket. Um, Monty's book is called, unsurprisingly, uh, The Full Monty. The good people at White Owl have put it out. Um, if you're interested in cricket and if you're interested and in the way... by Andrew Flintoff. Indeed, there's a forward by, by Andrew Flintoff. If you're interested in cricket or interested in the, what, the human beings that play cricket, then I absolutely recommend it to you. Um, get yourself back out there. They need your fielding skills, I think, Monty. Um, <laughs> everyone's laughing. That's not right. <laughs> I'm isn't, that isn't right. <laughs> a little bit of a disaster. TalkSport 11, full of, star-studded with people from show business, football and international cricket. He's been beaten by the locals here at the Cricketers Green King Pub uh, in Richmond. And I think, Andy, we're into the, the actual last knockings. The death is about to be uh, yes, the last nail going to join this us as uh, the, the local, the home team, looks like they're about to win. Macca, take, it, take us home. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. I'm afraid to say I think the, the end is nigh because after nine overs, the Cricketers are 100, needing 103. We've therefore elected to put Fabian Cowdery on to bowl to try and keep us in this one. Uh, Charlie Baker's been the uh, star man with the ball so far. Just come in with some late news, some, a, 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 late, a late suggestion. Right. That we lose Andy Jacobs over off the beginning of the game, <laughs> which I believe is 27 runs, and we continue to play for the rest of the afternoon. I was with you at lose Andy Jacobs, if I'm honest. For goodness sake. Well, let's see how we go. Let's see how we go then. So it's going to be Fabian Cowdery <laughs> to bowl left arm around the wickets. He's going to be bowling from the uh, cricketer's end. Field well scattered. And in he comes. Just a couple of steps in. Oh, that's an absolute beauty. Batsman comes down the pitch and it beats him. Bounces, turns and bounces through to wicketkeeper Clive Allen. And there is no run. TalkSport lived to fight another day. Macca, did their best bloke retire like um, Fabian did when he was on 52? No, he was eventually out. Oh, all right. So um, we don't have to have that problem of him coming back in. No, but I thought he should, should have retired earlier, really. Well, to before, be very before I bolted. In, yeah. in fairness, he <laughs> very nearly got 50 <laughs> off of your bowling. Yeah. So he very For the good of the game, he hadn't turned up at all. And <laughs> him or you won. What a disaster. <laughs> OK, second ball from uh, Fabian now. He's coming in. Bowls. Swing and a miss. Oh. Well, well, well. Maybe we're uh, still in this game. Aiming for uh, mid-wicket. Mark Burcham is stationed on the mid-wicket boundary. Actually about seven or eight Is this the final in. over, by the way? No, they've got... The way it's going, no. We're actually to make in, these. We're oh, right. in the 10th oh, really? of the 15, so there's plenty Damn. to go. Down the pitch he comes. Oh, he's beating it past me. Can I get to the boundary before that goes over the... No! <laughs> that oh, is the answer. Over. Oh, good effort, Macca. It goes for four. <laughs> that was and the home side are victorious. They have absolutely spanked us. Make no mistake about this. This is a drubbing of the highest order. Yes, I feel it's all down to me entirely. Well, it is, is yes. You're most unfortunate. Right. Because the thing is, I shouldn't have bowled the first over. I was talked into it. I would have come on later. Yeah. We would have been more in the game. Yeah. I would have been more into it. The ball would be more warm. Yes, it was a bit of a disaster, really. Once again... Cadigan's done me like a kipper. Yeah, well, at, at least at least your broadcasting uh, confrere and, and brother 
Paul Hawkesby didn't have to witness that. No, thank goodness for that. <laughs> uh, famous actor Michael Simpkins, also writer about sport and much else besides particularly cricket. Hello, Michael. Hello. Welcome. Yeah, pleased to meet you. We'll be a little early. Uh, thank you. And, uh, uh, of course, you've got your, your acting resume, um, your li list of uh, things you've been in is as long as one of my legs. And I'm quite a tall man. Um, but I did, I, I mean, I did speak to Robert Bathurst the other day. He was in talking to a oh, great actor, of course. Crikey. No, no, no. He's, a, he's, a, he's in the revival of Jeffrey Barnard is Unwell, which they're doing in the coach and horses. Yeah, so, yeah, fabulous yeah. idea. Yeah. But I had to ask him, so I feel I ought to ask you as well, have you ever been in Midsummer? Midsummer Murders? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's all I mean. Now my missus will know who you are. That's and, the, and the bill. Yeah. No, and the bill. The, the bill and used I'll, to be the, the, the gold standard, but now you've got to be in Midsummer, haven't you? And I'll tell you something else. When I was in Midsummer Murders, I was playing a passe, a passe doble expert, and a, four days before I was due to begin filming, I tore my calf muscle playing oh. cricket. Ah. So you'll only ever see me from the waist <laughs> up. And of course, when you're in, uh, when you're, when you're in Midsummer's Murders, you're either um, somebody who gets killed, you're either a corpse. The murderer or a red herring? I'm guessing you were Herring Rouge, were you? I was Herring oh, Rouge. He looks like Herring Rouge. I was yeah. thinking that for an actor, we talk to a lot of actors, I think Death in Paradise is the best job for an actor. Oh, yeah. tell me about it. Midsummer <laughs> Murders in the Heat. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to get on that yeah. program. They need you. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, and producers of that program, of course, are huge fans of H&J, so you've heard it <laughs> well, now. Well, Arnold O'Hannon's been on a few times. Michael Simpkins it, so, yeah. desperately wants to yeah. be in... The, the, I'm, I'm very pleased that Michael's here today because um, when we were discussing the book club and books that we might do over the next coming months, I suggested Fatty Batter. It's one of my favourite books about cricket. It's basically, you want to tell the listeners exactly what it's about. Well, it's, a, it's basically about um, uh, me being a very fat boy, uh, complete sporting incompetence. Uh, you know, lonely child, not any good in anything, always the last one to be picked, and how cricket gave me a sport that a fat, uh, not very good boy could suddenly not excel in, but I could get by in. And it sort of, you know, it was really my passport to suddenly being accepted. And for that, as, as I say in the book, I've got to thank Colin Milburn, who was the original, you know, tubby cricketer, but um, I watched Brilliant him. Player. Oh, dear me, that was in 93 against the West Indies in fading light, Wes Hall charging in from one end, and I thought, this is a man you know, apart from Billy Bunter, this is a man that I can, <laughs> I can relate to. So yeah, it's really about that, sporting incompetence. Yes, I loved it. As, as a cricket tragic, as somebody who loves cricket but isn't very good at it, as I've demonstrated today. <laughs> stop, you're, you're really beating yourself up now. now that is appropriate, but stop doing it. <laughs> and there's another cricket book, isn't there? What was, I yeah, read that too. What was uh, that it was one? a book called The Last Flannel Fool, which was a sort of journeyman, uh, a journey through, you know, the dying embers of championship cricket. I mean, we all know championship cricket is going and everybody, people that love it, love it. But, you know, we all know that it's slightly on life support and it's a game for the connoisseur. And I thought I'd I'd go around and see if I could rediscover the game of my youth. All three of us are a gentleman of a, a certain age, a vintage, I think it was, a, a, a proper vintage. Um, it's funny the way um, school sport, and you wrote about it in your book, has changed because um, it, it was, if you were slightly awkward or not very physically um, gifted, um, it was in many ways, and it's contrary in your book, but in many ways, that's where you'd get picked on, you know, and you'd be the last person to be picked for the football team. Not me, probably you, Adam, not me. Um, and, and, you know, the fat kids and all the rest of it got, got terrible grief, and you're right to say that. Now, of course, we've gone to the other extreme, where everyone's a winner, they all get a trophy at the end of the day, regardless yeah. of how incompetent they've been. I'm not sure we can't find a, ha a more happy medium. No, and, and I, I don't know whether you've noticed another thing, and I mean, it's, it's a completely understandable, because modern sports, are, you know, it's an industry and all that, but have you noticed now, when I was a 
kid, if you went into, a, if you were watching a county cricket match, or you you could identify the players even at 200 yards from just their shape. Mm, Same yeah. as at rugby union. Now you go into a cricket ground. Because they're all middle distance they, runners they now. They all look yeah. like yeah. middle distance runners. Yeah. It's fantastic. But it, uh, certain, you know, we yearn for people like David Shepherd, the old Gloucestershire well, cricketer, look, and I mean, Derek not, Randall, people I mean, like yeah, that. I think, you know, if you really truly love cricket, you can embrace all the modern. I mean, I love the Vitality Blast. I love Lancashire against Yorkshire on a Friday night. They get 25,000 people. Yeah. It's really boosted. Let's see how you survive the coming of the 100. Oh, well, that's another matter. <laughs> but it's cricket, and I love any yeah. form of yeah. The idea that somehow it'll attract people who don't like cricket is... Nonsense. We all know it's nonsense. That's just not going to happen, is it? It's no. illogical. But it might, I mean, I, you know, I, I think this 100 thing, I think we've got to give it a go because just with 2020, there's a lot of detractors and, of course, we know it's a, it's a, it's a risk. But I think, you know, it could, if it brings the mums and the kids in, it could be fantastic. Here are the names. I don't know if you saw no. this. Oh, God above. Here we go. Okay. Uh, the London Brace yourself, team. Michael. Yeah, yeah. You're not like this, Michael. The, the London team of the London Spirit. Don't know what uh, we don't even make any booze well, in London. I suppose there is a sort of spirit. London Gin, yeah. So yes, I suppose that's true. Southern Brave, that's the sort of Hampshire South based at Southampton. Welsh Fire, Cardiff. The Birmingham Phoenix. <laughs> Why? The Leeds Superchargers. I mean, <laughs> we have the we have the vast panoply of the English language at our disposal, exactly. and we're down to the same twenty words that every sport uses. It's terrible. I know. And uh, the Trent Rockets. Like well, the Houston Rockets. At, at, at least it's got an S on the end of it. I yeah. think we should know. Plural, yeah. Is there, is there a lot of rocket Production. stations? Northampton In Nottingham. Northampton <laughs> Shoes. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's basically so. anyway, I mean, But of course, this is, this is the, the danger. Um, and, oh, I've got my complaining boots on there. I go, I'm normally very positive. <laughs> this is the danger of lowest common denominator marketing, where you try and work out how you will appeal to the vastest number of people. Mm. That's not how the world works. Whether it's radio or cricket, what you want is not the biggest number, but a, a decent number who are totally devoted yeah. to the thing. Yeah. Otherwise, you, I, 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 hope that, I hope it's a great success. Of course I do. Yeah, we all um, do. And the, but I read a piece in The Guardian, um, in fact, for the last couple of days, I can't remember, who, forgive me, I can't remember who wrote it, about how you know, clearly the international team is doing great. The one-day World Cup will be a huge success, but um, and you know you'll know more about this than me. The sort of club cricket we're watching now is really finding it very hard um, to keep. You, you go and watch games, I'm told, and what you see is 60-year-old men and 15-year-old boys mm. playing. Oh yeah, but that's what is that was the case. It was ever thus. Yeah? I mean, yeah, yeah league cricket, especially in the fourth, third, fourth, eleven. That's a nice thing. I've played with, you know, younger kids and, and older people and. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. No, but I mean, the point they were making was that there are no third and fourth 11s anymore. It's very hard to get 11. No, it's, it's, a, yeah, it's a bit like five-a-side football. So much demands now on people's time, I suppose, there's that. Yeah. I suppose that's what the you know that's what the the hundred and all that is. It, it's all intending to try and rebrand the game so that people who only got two hours on a Wednesday evening rather than three or four can 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 play it. You know. Before we join rejoin John for a score update, what was your greatest moment as an amateur cricketer playing for? Sort of Lower my, level. my greatest moment as an amateur uh, cricketer, I, I, uh, I played against Bishan Bedi in, uh, in India once. Uh, uh, one over, uh, first ball, cover drive, for right to the boundary, a pull, third one lofted over the trees, fourth one. 
five wonderful shots I didn't connect once but nevertheless <laughs> they look fantastic and on the last one I tried a reverse sweep and was caught at leg gully yeah well fair enough Christian <laughs> Bailey for the teenagers Brilliant. listening of course one of the great Indian spinners from their golden generation yeah, of such things back in the day and yeah. uh, an Asian friend of mine once pulled me up and said that's not a th you always talk about his, uh, Bishop Bailey's turban it's a pack it is a pack that's it's right a pack no no I'd rather be right than wrong 74 for 2 or 15 yeah, they're not scoring quick enough. Well, they are. They're they scoring are. five okay, and over. sorry. Yeah, they, to get into position. Well, the other person... They've got they... to get cock out, otherwise, if you'll pardon the expression. What, what you say? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think that'll help. <laughs> no, they really... They should stick to the cricket, Andy. They really should. <laughs> it's always a good one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, that voice you're hearing there is, of course, Charlie Baker, comedian and singer, and it turns out professional bowler. This is an interesting thing, because you could definitely say that a team containing... Durant Jones and Monty Panesar uh, to tender Taibu and of course the veteran genius that is Andy Jacobs that uh, the man of the match for us cricketing wise um, would possibly um, become from those Fabian Cowdery of course made a whole lot of runs for us and was very very brilliant yeah, he, the, he played brilliant in the sure. bowling department who knew comedian singer and star bowler Charlie Baker well done sir thank you very much I've always said if you bowl rubbish they can't hit it well, <laughs> it's very true. They don't. If you if you get the line and length right, they've they've learned to pick that out. But if you if Are you, you get all this, Andy, write this down. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If you just turn your arm over and let it go, they obviously they don't know what's going on. If you don't know what's then, happening. They don't know what's exactly, happening. Exactly. You know. Charlie will come to that. Remember when Paul Adams used to bowl from behind his head? That was, oh, I, always yeah, felt, yeah. I always felt that was very off-putting. The boxer on Saturday night, Andrew uh, uh, Ruiz, who's fighting Andy Joshua, said he's just said, um, "I'm unpredictable." And that's what I go with with my bowling. I can, I, it's not that unpredictable. He's definitely going to get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a similar yeah. physique. Me I'll bet you Andrew £40 million, pounds, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Char Charlie, uh, we'll get on to the more light-hearted, the fun stuff, but yes. how dispiriting was it for the side Andy's over? Well, I so early in the piece. I didn't know it, I didn't know <laughs> it was going to count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know when they let someone have the first bowl? Competition of winner, yeah. yeah exactly. Or the president's wife. Exactly, the, the problem you know. was I shouldn't have bowled the first over. Yes. I'm, I'm more of a partnership breaker, so it hadn't developed. And also, I wasn't like Mr. Loverman. You know, and I was up against their best player. Which, yeah. You know, so yeah. Andy, all Andy, in all. The thing is. Uh, this is this is a fun game in the middle of the afternoon, no, I don't and care. I'm only needling you now because I know you're so competitive. You're coming up with more and more reasons why you did great. Furious. I'm not happy about it, but, <laughs> but I'm Furious. pleased for you, Charlie. But thank you, Andy. You're not. I know I am. Thing oh, is, Andy, okay. as, as, right. as well, you're on such a high from last night's Chelsea win. That's yeah, true. So you, were here, you turned up and you were like, "Yes, champions!" And here we are. Turn me arm. Oh, yeah. Carted around. A uh, Paul Paul Hawksby. He fielded one well, of yours. First, and he's in Madrid. The first one I didn't set the field. <laughs> so the first one was just hit back to me and I thought I had I a mid-off. I believe the third delivery is arriving no. now in Baku. No, the, first, <laughs> the first one, I got off to a bad start because I left it. You got off to a bad start. The less said about the end, the better. Because I didn't have a, a mid-off. And then the, the, the third ball was a very, very good delivery. I don't yeah. know why he hit it for six. Oh, is yeah. because you're unkind. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, the, and the second one he completely mis-hit, but he yeah. went for four. Yeah. And then he missed one at the end. And he was a smashing player. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you got him out. I think. When was I the, think when I, was did the I get him out? Yeah, I, I think got, you did. I got yeah. two of them out. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time you played? 
uh, about six years ago. Oh, well, um, well done. I used to play for a brilliant pub. In, it's not a Green King pub, so I should, no. probably shouldn't mention it. But it is a, it's a sole ownership pub, so it's allowed. Um, it's a, the Bell Inn in Oldworth, which is a brilliant as, pub. As you're speaking, Green King have taken it over, <laughs> so bad luck. <laughs> yeah, a brilliant pub. And we used and, to and his fourth board just arrived through the window. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play Wednesday, Sat- Wednesday, Saturday for about three or four years, and I put on four stone. It's the only sport you can <laughs> very play. Very fashionable, very fashionable. And actually put on weight. That's very true. <laughs> we used to have the these teams. amazing teas, yeah. and I'd sit there drinking the beer and eating the scones. Well, that's why we really, I mean, as well as that we, the locals got the victory in the cricket, but they got no lunch at all because well, <laughs> we, 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 we talk sport batted first and then Karen completely locusted the lovely buffet. <laughs> yeah, my wife had a nice place. Uh, yeah, she, she had to go, bless her. Yeah. Um, and I saw the, other, the, the people who you know, normally play here, I saw them wandering around with bags of crisps and looking oh, rather yeah, forlorn. People when who like we, free food is often ex-sportsmen and people in show business. <laughs> <laughs> but we had, we had a league season where... Each week, it was your responsibility to make the tea. And, mm. of course, I am very competitive. So I, I thought, that's it, I'm going for it. It's my turn, I'm yeah. going for it. I spent a ridiculous amount of money. Good boy. Smoked salmon. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of those fountains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A nice sculpture. I did win tea of the year. Though, oh, well done. Yeah. Well done. Well <laughs> done. You, did you get a trophy for that? No, I, I won oh. most improved player. Well, least most improved. improved. Least improved now. Well, what do you like at the start? <laughs> In the unlikely event, Charlie, now that you're not going to take up a career as professional cricketer well, following that. you know, I, 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 I do strike today as the first strides into that field. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.